Hi, and welcome back to the Gospel According to Mark podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about adversity's purpose. As always, if the episode inspires you, or if it really speaks to your spirit, be sure to share it with a friend. And be sure to be safe during these turbulent times. Now, adversity is a topic that really differs among many different Christians. Some people see it in a negative light, some people see it in a positive light, and then some people don't really see it at all, and they let it run rampant in their lives without ever questioning what its true purpose is. So hopefully by the end of this episode, I'm able to give you a solid explanation or take on what adversity's true purpose is. So go ahead and open up your Bibles to Romans chapter 8, and I'll begin reading from verse 22 and end at verse 28. We know that all creation is groaning in labor pains, even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved. Now hope that sees for itself is not hope. For who hopes for what one sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait with endurance. In the same way, the Spirit too comes to the aid of our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit itself intercedes with inexpressible groanings, and the one who searches hearts knows what is the intention of the Spirit, because it intercedes for the holy ones according to God's will. We know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to His purpose. Amen. I feel like, especially in in this time, we really are looking at adversity in a different light. Um, I really take my humanness very seriously, and I take comfort in it. I like when I make mistakes. I love making mistakes and, you know, losing my temper and saying different things that I probably shouldn't be saying to people. Because in a way, when I mess up, I'm being reminded of my humanness. And during this time, I feel like a lot of people have really been, you know, kind of sky uppercutted and slammed back down to the ground with how reality really plays a role in their life and how things like material things and status really don't matter at the end of the day. Now, during this time of prayer and fasting and just really looking at who I am as a person and sorting out my own ideals, along with uh, really realizing that a lot of people come into your life, but then they're only there for a set time, so they're able to um, just kind of leave your life. I really, I really, like, believe that, that when people get into your life, they're supposed to be there for a set time, and then your life really changes because you change, right? Because God is always working with you, and then those people, eh, they don't really become obsolete, but they're just not able to really function and how your faith has grown since you first met them. So what I mean to say by all of this is that adversity is necessary in the growth of one's faith. We always like to look at adversity as, oh, well, why am I, why is all of this happening to me? And I could go into why does God let God, excuse me, why does God let bad things happen? But that's really its own episode. So what I want to talk about is adversity itself. Now, adversity is necessary, like I just said, for the growing of one's faith. And since we encounter adversity day by day, living day by day, every single day, it's very hard to really think about 
why is this happening to me on a daily basis? You know, if I believe in God, shouldn't God just, you know, let me be able to cheese my way through life? Shouldn't life be easy if I have an all-powerful deity on my side? But really the thing about it is, is that even Jesus himself encountered all sorts of trials and tribulations in his 33 years on this planet. He was tempted by the devil. He uh, he had people always coming for his life at every every which turn. But you know he was walking in the spirit his whole life. So until he was ready to give up his life, like uh, like he was made to, he'd never really suffered those consequences. And I feel like we can learn a lot from Christ, especially in the Gospels, because when we really look at the Gospels and look at his teachings and all of the parables and how he healed people and forgave sins. And baptize people, or no, I don't think he baptized people. I don't know why I said that. Sorry, I was thinking of St. John the Baptist. But we can really look at what he did and we can really apply it to our lives because, you know, your car breaks down, somebody in your family dies, um, things are bad at home in your marriage or your relationship, uh, you, one of your friends betrays you. All of these things just happen and you're just like, man, I just, I really don't understand what's going on. And what I want you to really realize is that at the end of the day, all of these things are really working for your good. And I know that Romans chapter 28, or excuse me, Romans chapter 8, verse 28 is always thrown around and said, because, you know, it's God's plan. But really, God is allowing these things to happen. God never intends for you do suffer and go through all of this torment of people using you because you're very kind and you have a very charitable heart. He's really just allowing these things to make you better. All of these things are sent straight from Satan. And God is really allowing these things to bring about a better purpose, a more new faith you in a way. It's like you're leveling up in a way. So when you encounter all of these trials, I want you to look at them and really look at the mirror, and I want you to really think about this and contemplate and pray and meditate on what I'm about to say next, because God will never give you more than you can handle. All right, so go ahead and pause. God will never give you more than you can handle. And when I say that, I want you to really think of the times where the people in your family are treating you like you shouldn't be treated or your friends are calling you names or people who you really care about are, you know, turning on you or they're just not treating you how you ought to be treated. And I want you to really remember in the back of your head that the Lord will never give me more than I can handle. Because in those moments, you'll realize that all of these things that you're dealing with, the depression, the fear, the anxiety, all of these things that are trying to get you down in the dumps and have you like right by Satan, all of these things can be avoided because even though it may be really hard, and believe me, it's really hard in the moment, you have to think of, wow, all of this is happening but God is still in control. It's not on my own strength that I'll make it through this trial and that all of these attacks will not prevail against me. But really, 
when I think about it and I think about the goodness and the power of and glory of God, he will allow me to make make it through this because he's trying to better me and better my faith so I don't stay on the same level that I am on right now. And another thing I want to say is that in the Gospel of Matthew, um, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, the Lord says, My yoke is easy and my burden is light. He's saying to you, give, his, give your burdens to him. Don't allow all of these things to weigh on you so that you walk around the world carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. <laughs> and I laugh saying that because I remember a time when I actually did that. And it was pretty brutal because I guess I thought that I could do it on my own strength. But really, uh, you know, none of us can do it by ourselves. That's why Christ is here. And that's why he's always offering to help us because he alone has the power to get through all of these things that we call trials because he has the true intention and he has the power to get us through anything that uh, that is bothering us or anything that is trying to knock us off our rocker, if you will. And another thing that I want to add is that when you're in face-to-face with adversity and also when you encounter various trials, you can really use that time to unite with Christ in a way that you would never be able to otherwise. When we're going through our everyday lives and, you know, we might pray in the morning when we're coming home from school or work, at nighttime, right before we go to bed, those are just prayers and thank, um, giving thanks to the Lord for our days, right? But when we're suffering, we're really reuniting with Him in a way that we can't do so otherwise. Because when He was walking and being beaten, scourged, mocked, and spit upon, as he was walking all the way to Galagatha, where he would ultimately be killed just for trying to proclaim the word of God. He was suffering a great deal, and all of that suffering was for us. So not only do we owe it to Christ to really try to understand what he went through, because he understands what we're going through, because he suffered all through his life, even in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he didn't know if he should go through with what he did, he still was able to push through because he realized that even though God was giving him quite a lot to do, he knew in his heart that it wasn't enough to break him or it wasn't enough to sin and not do the right thing. And I know that it's really hard to just kind of realize that or try to accept that because so many different trials come and go and it's really hard in the moment to say no to temptation but really all we have to do is just endure because even though all of this stuff comes at night in the morning we will have joy and will rejoice and be glad in the Lord's name so with that being said father how grateful we are that we were able to come together and pray and really reflect upon adversity's true purpose and why we must suffer through many trials, just as you suffered, Lord, as you walked, walked for our sins and ultimately died for our sins. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love 
and your care and your charity that you show us. May we be made worthy of the merits that you hold for us. And we thank you for being there with us through these trials as we go through them and as we go through life. Amen. Well, that does it for this week's episode. Hopefully, adversity is tough, (laughs) but hopefully you see it in a different light, and hopefully you're able to use it as a way to get closer to Christ and also, if possible, bring others closer to Christ.